Good evening, welcome to a new feature we've got on the 12th Man podcast. This is the opposition view. Um, obviously, this week we'll be discussing with um, my guest tonight, obviously, Mr. Dan Bennett of the uh, West London Sport. Evening, Dan. Hi, Stephen. How are we doing? You okay? Yeah, all good, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, good. I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, so, basically, um, Dan's here to, to give us the, uh, the inside, inside view of what um, Queen's Park Racing's career offers at the weekend. Obviously, our trip down Loftus Road on Saturday afternoon. First away trip of the season for the, uh, the faithful travelling down. They say over 2,000 of us coming down to, uh, to Loftus Road as well. So it's going to be a good uh, trip for us to come down and, uh, and see what QPR can offer us. So um, I say I'll start, start firstly, Dan. Obviously, they've had a bit of reshuffling in the summer. Um, a lot of incomings, a lot of outgoings. The big incoming, obviously, um, is the new manager coming in, Mark Warburton, leaving the club. How have the fans took that and how have the fans took the new boss? Yeah, I mean, like you say, it was obviously quite a big or uh, well, bold decision to kind of part ways with Mark Warburton in the summer. You know, he didn't sack him. His contract was up, but they all decided, obviously, not to offer him a new one to go in a different direction. I think, you know, like you say, from the outside looking in, most people would have thought that Mark Warburton did a good job at QPR and maybe it was a bit harsh to move on from him. And I think he'd be right. He, um, yeah, I mean, he, he took a team that needed a lot of rebuilding when he first took over to, you know, a playoff challenge last season within sort of three years. I mean, obviously, it all kind of fell away towards the end, but they were in playoff contention QPR for most of the season. But yeah, I think, you know, it took a while to get done, the new manager, um, appointing the new manager. There was obviously a little bit of nervousness from the fan base, given it took quite a while to do. But I think they kind of got as best as they could ask for, really, in terms of Mick Beal. He's a very highly regarded coach. He's essentially been a manager in waiting for quite a long time. Um, you know, he's been assistant at Rangers and Aston Villa under Steven Gerrard. He's got coaching experience at almost every age group. He's worked at Chelsea and Liverpool before. And, you know, it's kind of too early to make um any kind of judgments I suppose you know we're having this conversation sort of going into the second game of the season so I can't really say too much about him other than you know what I've found out from watching the games and spoken to him but uh you know he says all the right things he's you know really well regarded in the game and you know pre-season you can't really read too much into that it was a bit of a mixed bag there were some good performances and good results and some not so good ones the first game against Blackburn was a very drab game from both sides I don't you know, neither side really played well. They didn't create anything. They took a wonder strike from Lewis Travis to win the game. That was ultimately the only real moment of quality other than a, a strike from the right back, QPR's right back, Osman Kakai, which hit the bar. That was only the two moments in the game, really. So, yeah, obviously, they'll be hoping for a lot better this Saturday. But obviously, you won't. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I'll agree with that one. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> hope you won't be achieving too much more on Saturday. But um, as I say, obviously, you, you've had first-hand insight of, obviously, there's their summer. Um, they've brought in a few, obviously, a few good players as well. Um, the big one, obviously, being Tyler Roberts on loan from Leeds United. I know there's a couple of defenders have come in, but that's mm. the, that's the one that really stands out, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's been there's been a few kind of. I think all the signings they've made have been quite decent so far. I think they just need to do a bit more ultimately, and that's what the kind of fans are hoping for. Tyler Roberts is yeah, we haven't really seen much of him unfortunately because he came in and got an injury almost straight away, and I don't think he's going to be. I'm pretty sure and he's not going to be fit for Saturday either. So I don't think you'll get to see him in action. But I think when he gets fit, he's an intriguing one because there's kind of a bit of opinion divided over, you know, when he came in because his goal record, when you look at it for a forward player, is not exactly encouraging. But I think he does a lot of things that QPR were maybe lacking last season. You know, when Chris Willock got injured and went out of the team, they didn't really have anyone to come in and replace him. And I think Roberts, with his ability on the ball, with his kind of pace, I think he's quite an intriguing option. But 
I think Jay Clark Salter as well is a good signing. I mean, had a really good loan spell at Coventry last season. They managed to get him on a free transfer from Chelsea, which I think is a really good bit of business, especially since Johan Barbe obviously moved on at the back end of last season. He was a kind of key figure in Mark Warburton's team over the time he was there. So, I mean, all this, like I said, all the signs are good. Taylor Richards coming in from Brighton and Hove Albion. That's an in- interesting one as well. Had a really good loan spell at Doncaster. Um, and then, you know, kind of want to forget second half of last season at Birmingham, got injured and didn't really get to play much. So I don't really think we get to see, saw what he's capable of, but he's an interesting one as well. And then, um, yeah, the only other one is uh, Kenneth Powell, a uh, left back who, you know, don't really know much about, but certainly has caught the eye so far with his ability down the left and his ability to cross the ball as well. So, like I say, I think all the business they've done, QPR, is, is good and it makes a lot of sense. I just think they need to do more um, if they're going to be really competitive this season. Well, I say, I mean, obviously you previously said there before you mentioned about the new signings, they did have a, a, a good playoff push last season. Obviously, we pushed they were with ourselves for the majority of the season, pushing towards the top six. Obviously, they fell away a bit quicker than we obviously did. We took it to the last game. Um, but is that what QPR are hoping for again this season? And obviously, I know I felt looking from the outside in, it was a bit overachieving last year, going for a playoff spot due to the, the quality that was in the league. But is that what they're pushing for this year, top six spot? Yeah, it's hard to say really. I mean, it's interesting you say there. It's like, you know, Borough were obviously, when Chris Wilder took over on the charge up and QPR were coming down the other way, essentially, yeah. under Mark Wolgan, because it was all going wrong with the injuries came in and, um, you know, the playoff push was kind of collapsing. But it's hard to say really, because obviously the uncertainty around the new manager, but not just the new manager, it's someone who's not, had a manager's job before obviously but like I said a very good coach but there's always that uncertainty there and there's been quite a bit of turnover in the squad as well and I think the reason that you know you say playoffs obviously overachieving I think yeah you'd have to say that because you look at the budget that QPR have and you look at the squad and you think well they've done really well to get into a playoff push but a lot of fans were expecting a playoff push last season because of how well the second half of the previous season went yeah they were really struggling uh, around Christmas time and then they brought it brought in Stephanie Hansen, Charlie Austin came back on loan and they were unbelievable the second half of that season. They, you know, I don't think, I think they only lost a couple of games from, um, from then on and mm-hmm. got themselves into a good position. So a lot of people were expecting it last season. It was kind of really disappointing for everyone the way it kind of fell away, which is, like I said, the injuries played a massive part there. But I think you, you kind of have to look at it and say, well, why can't they push for playoffs again? But I think given the change at the club this summer, I think, there is a bit more patience and they will allow for a little bit less. I think my kind of prediction before the season was about halfway, about mid-table. And I think that that would be, I say acceptable, but that would be, you know, more acceptable than maybe it had, has been in previous years. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no, hopefully if it all clicks together, there's no reason why they can't push for the playoffs. They've got a lot of the players that did do it last season and the injuries kind of derailed things. But yeah, it'd be interesting. That said, there's just a lot of uncertainty at the moment. I think uh, yeah. Next next time when the two sides play each other later in the season, hopefully I can give you a bit of better, a bit of a better answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Obviously, you know, it, it's hard, I, I completely get where you're coming from. It's hard to say where anybody's going to end up at this tough time of the season. Obviously, yeah. teams are still improving. Obviously, people are, teams are still bringing players in. Obviously, we're we're looking for players ourselves. I think we're about five or six short. To be mm. quite honest, even though the squad itself looks a decent one. Um, is there, is there more players to be to be coming in? Obviously, are, are they close to bringing anybody else in? I don't think they're close. They're definitely after a right-back, that's for certain. I think it, Saturday's game will be an interesting one because sort of fullback is the area where QPR arguably... I mean, Kenneth Parler, the Sanu San I mentioned, has done well so far. 
And Osman Kakai, who played the first game against Blackburn, did well as well. But they're very light on options in that area. And obviously, from Borough's perspective, their wide areas are probably where you're, where you're strongest. So it'll be an interesting to see how that works out. But yeah, they're definitely in for a right back. They were desperately, not desperately, they were very, very keen on trying to sign Danny McNamara at Millwall. Um, but they've sort of abandoned that now because Millwall don't want to sell, even though he's only got a year left on his deal. They're sort of adamant that they won't do business. Um, so they moved on. I think they're looking at Dujon Sterling at uh, Chelsea, maybe getting him on. I had a loan spell at Blackpool last season. So a right back is definitely somewhere they're looking at. Um, I think they need another fullback as well to provide more depth. And the one that's always mentioned, I'm sure, at every club is striker. They've got striking options. They've got Lyndon Dykes, you know, he's Scotland international striker. Macaulay Bourne had an okay loan spell at Ipswich last year, but has since said some questionable things about maybe wanting to go back to Ipswich and not stay at QPR. So there's a bit of uncertainty there. There's just, I don't know, I don't think there's the kind of dependable goals there in the team. So I think they're kind of lacking that option as well. So there's definitely more business to be done. I say at least sort of four faces they need. But I think like Mick Beale did a press conference earlier, basically saying that they're probably going to have to get some players out before they can bring more players in. So that's kind of dependent on that, I think, given like, you know, financial fair play and everything that goes into that. Yeah, I completely feel um, your pain there, obviously, with um, the lack of strikers. Obviously, that is something we're looking at. I mean, mm. it's widely you know, regarded. Everybody in the league knows that we've got a bit of cash to spend, obviously, with um, there's losing defence. Um, Tav's obviously gone now. And we're yeah. we're so badly lacking strikers up top at the moment. But um as we have obviously we've had two Rackpom come back in, so you know that's that's one that's come in. But what are what are you, are you expecting from Middlesbrough on Saturday? I think a re- a very tough test. I think most QPR fans and most football fans of the championship would say that, you know, and I agree that Borough have to be one of the promotion favourites this year, certainly one of the side's favourites to get into the top six. I think with the whip that you've got, you're going to cause basically all teams, most teams, a lot of problems with Ryan Giles and Isaiah Jones on the other side. It's so hard to deal with when you've got two players like that at wing back and, you know, a top manager, arguably maybe the best manager in the division in Chris Wilder. I think he's a top, top coach. Um, so I think, you know, they're expecting a very tough test. In the, unfortunately for QPR, I think the injuries played a part last time they um, when they lost against Blackburn on the opening day of the season, obviously Chris Willock wasn't available yet. Um, and they, you know, like I said, Tyler Roberts, he's probably still not going to come back. I think Willock's fit, but I mean, he's not fit, he's available, but I don't think he's going to be fully fit in a position to come and play the whole game. Um, Luke Amos, the same, he's another sort of attack minded midfielder that's not at full fitness. So, you know, they're kind of lacking in those attacking areas still. So I do where I think most QPR fans are expecting a a very difficult game on Saturday and I think Borough have to be going into this as, as favourites to be honest Yeah I mean I've, I've spoken to obviously a few Borough fans who will be making the trip down with myself on there on Saturday and we are we do quite fancy ourselves um, as we as I expect we will do for most of this season to be quite honest obviously we've got a very dependable squad they say our backline's pretty much sorted out it's just literally the strikers that we're lacking at the moment Yeah it would be interesting um, to see how Marcus Force gets on obviously like He's kind of a lot a bit uncertain around him. You know, he had that really good spell at was it Wimbledon a couple of years ago. And then, you know, hasn't really been involved at Brentford, but did all right for them in the championship. So I cover Brentford a little bit as well, obviously, for West London Sports. So I bet that's an interesting one, see how he gets on, see if he can maybe be the guy to get the goals for you. Well, that's one that is that is one player that we are fully expected to come into the squad on Saturday. Obviously, he came off the bench 
against West Brom in our one-one draw at the end of the season. But you know, he's had obviously he's had pre-season because he's been training with Brentford. You know, it's not a, it's not a case of Brentford really let him out, left him out in the cold and got rid of him. It's just we've we've placed a bid that they've found acceptable. Um, but as I say, we've we've talked him up. He was a it was a pivotal, you know, part of um of Thomas Frank's team that got promoted from the Championship a couple of seasons mm. ago. So as I say, he showed glimpses on Saturday, but. You know, we know he's not fully game. You know, match fit. So yeah, exactly. They say we we hope that he comes into the team on Saturday and he does a job. And uh, yeah, he, he may even score the winner. Obviously, on his return to West London, <laughs> that might be uh, that yeah. Might I don't be think that would go down too well. Yeah, that wouldn't go down too well. He did score for Hull actually against QPR, if I remember correctly, last season. Which yeah, at Loftus Road as well, which did, which didn't go down too well. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine we'll pull down very well with that one. But um as I say it's it's a tough place. We know it's a tough place to go, Loftus Road. Um obviously it's 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 one of my favourite grounds in the league to be quite honest. It's proper old school ground. The, mm. the fans are proper in your face, it's it's very enclosed, it's very intimidating at times, obviously when the noise gets going in that place, it is it is quite loud. Um but um one last question I've got for you, Dan. Put your neck on the line, match prediction for Saturday. <laughs> Uh, you know, as QPR fans aren't gonna like me for this, but I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go for a borough win. Maybe two 0 I think as I said, with the attacking players out for QPR, I think that is gonna play a part, unfortunately. And I just fancy Borough to get off, you know, obviously had the draw last week and I fancy you guys to kind of get off and running and off the throw. But yeah, I think you know the atmosphere is gonna play a part. It's um first game of the new season under the first home game, sorry, of the new season under the new manager. So there is gonna be a good atmosphere, I think. So that is gonna play a part as well. But yeah, it's kind of hard for me to predict anything than a borough win, unfortunately, for this one. Perfect. As I say, it will be a good <laughs> atmosphere. There's, there's over 2,000 borough fans coming down um, to Loftus Road on Saturday. I know we've got a, a decent fan base in London, but as I say, there's a lot of people coming from the North East, including myself. So it'll be um, it'll be an interesting game. And uh, fingers crossed that you do have to report on a borough win. As I say, we all predict the borough <laughs> win. Um, but... Um, yeah, Dan, I, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for um for dropping in and uh, and having a chat with ourselves. It was um quite insightful. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and I uh, hope you enjoy it on uh, on Saturday. Thank you very much. And then that's our new feature done. Um, it's something we'll do every week, and um, hopefully we'll uh, we'll chat again after another win. Arrivederci. <laughs>